0: Don't
1: forget to do the uh
0: Welcome to Fiery Discourse, your podcast for media featuring Dra Welcome to Fiery Discourse, your podcast for media featuring dragonesses, female dinosaurs, and other similar sorties and skillies. Hey, hi, everyone! It's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. It's the Mario Brothers. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) okay, okay. With me are my co-hosts Angron, Matt Machine, Lucky Evie, and Stryker. Today is our tenth episode, and we're discussing the Super Mario Brothers Super Show episode. The bird, the bird slash neatness counts. So let's get We're things We're the Mario brothers.
1: When bloodlines are game, who not like the others who get all the fame. you know, on the plumbing and something, something, something. <laughs> uh, okay. Not like the others who got hooked on the brothers. Yo. Dun, dun, okay, dun, dun, okay. dun, 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 okay. dun, 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 say, dun yeah, that, that's okay. that, that, that derailed
0: yeah all right, all right. but, but, but yeah, all right. finally getting back on topic uh the super mario brothers super show was not the first video game cartoon the first one was a uh, pac-man from 1983 by hanna-barbera this is also not the first time that mario was in an animated form because he previously appeared on saturday Supercade in the donkey kong segments and before that in 1986 in the ova special super mario brothers the rescue of princess peach A brief little tangent fun fact, Mario and Saturday Supercade is played by Peter Cullen, a.k.a. Mm. Optimus Prime himself.
1: And a.k.a. Eeyore, fun fact.
0: That too. But yeah, like I say, the theme song, as Angron graciously provided us with a beautiful (laughs) rendition of, it's iconic for a reason. And I was really, really shocked that Nintendo actually agreed to use it in the new Super Mario movie which uh, has not been officially released yet as we're recording this, so we don't know how the reviews really are. But, yeah, Mm. I really am surprised because Nintendo, for the longest time, has shied away from, like, the Western-made cartoons and, like, the 1993 Mario movie, which we'll discuss at a later time. But, yeah, like I said, this show, for the time period, it definitely was a lot of fun. And, like I said, it was made by Deke Entertainment, They were a French uh, animation company. They are most probably well known for making Inspector Gadget, which is a legitimately good show. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the other shows they made were not that good. But this is one of the few I think that actually holds up, mostly because of nostalgia. But this episode probably is one of the actual better ones of it. Mario is voiced and played in the live action segments by Captain Lou Albano, who was a professional wrestler in the... uh, 60s and 70s and later was like a manager in the 80s and luigi is played by danny wells now what's interesting about the super show is that each episode started with a live action segment and they're pretty funny you know captain lou and you know uh, danny wells they have pretty good comedic chemistry with each other Yep. You know, play, basically they play off each other well and it's like uh, the live action segments are, are really, really funny and like uh, I say, uh, they got a lot weirder than this as time went on. This so is probably one of the most sedate ones. Yeah. So apparently Lua Bono was American-Italian. Nice. Nice, nice. It's a football!
1: I chiseled it! Oh, Luigi, yeah, actually, it's a stone. Who, you made
2: actually, it. Who, who even voiced Mario in, the, in those cartoons? Well, uh, in this
0: cartoon, it actually was Captain Lou Albano and Danny Wells doing it. They did not come back for the later Mario cartoons, although every single other basically voice actor from the animated segments would return for some reason. Mm. I don't know. But yeah, like I say, this live action segment is pretty basic, you know, as uh, the show standards. They would get a lot, lot weirder, which we'll talk about later on in this episode. And yeah, but like I say, uh, apparently like the uh, woman, they basically try to help uh, Nicole Eggert. She was a popular sitcom star at the time. And that's kind of the problem with the, the super shows. Sometimes the live action stuff can be a little bit dated, but I feel like it's part of the fun. Mm hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. If you a aren't family. watching
0: Super Mario Brothers Super Show,
1: you go to hell before you die. But that, yeah. those were two freaking uh classic essays uh, that uh, Lou Albano did. <laughs> so I decided a, to join that.
3: Apparently
0: <laughs> is Walker Boone in the next Sorry, what? It was Walker Boone who did mine in the next week. I see, I see, Yeah, so that was the voice out there for like the next two shows, Super Mario Brothers three and Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, the live action segments, like I say, uh, it's pretty pretty basic. Uh, Mario, this uh, woman basically appears in Mario and Luigi's bathroom mirror for some reason, and wants her and wants them to help her fix her sink. So we actually get to see Mario and Luigi be plumbers, which was a lot of uh, basically these live action segments. Again, Nintendo kind of tried shying away from them being plumbers or a little bit, but like I say, it, it is a lot of fun and it's cute stuff. But now we'll get to the uh, cartoon aspect and. I'm going to say this right now. This is probably one of the better animated things that Deke ever did. It actually has, like I say, surprisingly good animation. A lot of their stuff, especially in like the uh, late 90s, early 2000s, looked a lot worse. Like the Adventures of Super Mario Brothers 3, which is probably the greatest television show title ever made, by the way. It has so many errors. At one point, Luigi is wearing Mario's clothes for no reason in a shot. I mean,
2: there are so many animation
0: errors in that show. But to much of my surprise, this one actually looked really good. Maybe because this was the first episode. I could not confirm if this was the pilot episode or if this was just like the first to air. But regardless, is this considered to be like the first episode? Uh, It definitely has, I think, more quality than like some of the show would show on uh, in later in its run. Basically, I feel like, you know, this actually takes a lot of elements from the actual Mario franchise. It combines, you know, Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario Brothers, Mm -hmm. Two, because it has, you know, basically Bowser controlling characters like, you know, the uh, flurries and the albatrosses and the Bob-Oms, basically, whereas that was basically wart in Super Mario Brothers, Two. Oh,
1: minor spoilers for Mario Bros. 2.
0: It was all a dream. And it was also Doki Doki Panic and Rosebud was the sled the whole time. Anyway, but yeah, like I say, the funny thing about the Super Show, because (laughs) this was made in like 1988, there was nothing to go on with the Mario franchise. It was Mario. There was like Super Mario Brothers. There was like a Super Mario Brothers 2 and that was it. There was no spinoffs. There was no nothing. An interview with the writers actually said the reason that the show basically devolved into just them parodying a different movie with every episode was because they literally ran out of ideas to do with the franchise because there was nothing to go on. Now, if it was Mm. done today, of course, you could do an episode on the spinoffs. You can do an episode with bringing in stuff like Paper Mario or like the Mario and Luigi RPGs, but None of that existed when this was made, so they did a pretty good job with it. Mm. So yeah, uh, some of the uh, interesting elements too that uh, are that I like about the show is how it actually uses music from cues from the game, like in like an orchestrated way, and sound effects. It's actually pretty well integrated. And like I say, the fun thing. Sorry, my t- tongue twisted here. But yeah, like I say, the soundtrack, too, again, for Deke, actually sounds really, really good. Often they would use, like, um, basically reuse music from one show to the next. But in this case, I think it actually worked out pretty well. Mmm. So yeah, Bowser here, of course, is called Koopa, and he has Mario 1 coloring, which they would actually keep for the rest of the Mario cartoons, even as, you know, he became the color scheme we know. Peach is called Princess Toadstool and has brunette or red hair. And brunette, her, yeah.
1: and her and voice her actress uh, did a brief uh starring role in an ad for uh Super Mario Plumbing.
0: Exactly. Exactly. That that is so cool, by the way. The fact that you know Illumination Entertainment actually reached out to this voice actress who basically was with the franchise from like the beginning in one of its more Let's, let's say Obscure, basically, uh, spin-offs, and actually brought her into this. That is really cool of them. I, I really agree with that. I really hope that they brought back uh, Bowser and Toad's voice actors to cameo in this as well. Mm. But yeah, like I say, uh, Toad's voice in this show, a lot of people say it bugs them. To me, it never really bothered me.
2: Me neither. It actually,
0: weirdly enough, sounds like a little bit deeper version of how he sounds now. Which, Mm. that is weird. If you notice, there are quite a few elements from this show, such as, you know, Luigi being cowardly when he's afraid, you know, to hike up the mountain or, you know, jump over the crevice. That actually, of of course, was later on incorporated in game canon. So it's like, did they really, you know, hate the the super show as much as they say they did? But, yeah, like I say... yeah, Yeah,
1: that and, uh... Also, uh, Luigi got a little bolder, uh, come the later, uh, come the later years of the Mario franchise, so yeah. that certainly helps. He's, he's not, he's still a little fearful at times, but not to the point where it's, like, uh, uber-tier cowardly,
0: you know? Right, right.
3: He's gathered his courage in later years.
0: Exactly, yep. exactly. So, yeah, like I said, it's also interesting that for the first episode of the show, they based it on Super Mario Brothers 2, Instead of, you know, you think that it would be about, you know, the original Super Mario Brothers. But, again, I feel like, you know, it definitely did a good job. And, of course, because this is based on Super Mario Brothers 2, it also has the appearance of Birdo. Now, Birdo, it's funny. She technically isn't a Mario character because, as everybody knows, and, of course, I just repeated, Mario 2 was originally Doki Doki Panic. Then it was reskinned to Mario 2 to be released in the West because the Lost Levels, would have caused basically people to break their TVs in frustration. That game is so unfair. Which
1: game was so unfair?
0: Super Mario Brothers The Lost Lost Levels Oh, yeah. Real Super Mario Brothers 2, which was only released in Japan. But yeah, like I say, she, she was appeared, of course, in that. And then, of course, then she became incorporated in the Mario canon. She would later have a predominant role in Wario's Woods as basically a heroic character, helping out Toad, basically, to defeat the monsters. And fun fact, and it's actually surprising that, believe it or not, uh, that I don't know if this is a coincidence or if Deke actually noticed the mistake, because in the original copy of uh, Super Mario Bros. 2, there is a famous blooper in the credits reel. Birdo is accidentally called Ostro, which is the name of another enemy and they actually managed to kind of correct that here. So I don't know if they actually got word from you know Nintendo that her name was actually Birdo, or if they just figured it out themselves. Mm. But yeah, it's it's definitely an interesting color scheme for her, you know, with the uh, purples. The reason I think that is, is because the original uh, Mario 2 has her kind of looking like that in the third stage. So I definitely think, you know, they took it from that version, from like the later... Aspects of like the Super Mario Brothers Two, the original game. Also, fun fact is that they actually managed to keep the bow on her, even though it's kind of invisible in the basically character design of the original sprite from the Mario Two. But yeah, Birdo definitely has a different characterization here compared to later installments. She's definitely more of a motherly figure and. The glasses are really cute, I'm not gonna lie, but yeah, the one thing that does kinda turn me off to this version of Birdo, and I don't know why they did this, if they thought it'd be funny or whatever, that weird sort of spittle that forms around her lips. I don't know who thought that was a good idea for her character design, but yeah, that is just weird. That that really is just kinda kinda freaky, you know?
2: It, it. I'm thinking it had to do with the fact that they gave her the lisp because of the way that her mouth was formed. So they yeah, just that, thought that everything had to go like that, and it just doesn't work, in my opinion. It's. It makes her really annoying. Exactly,
0: yeah, I definitely could see that. And it's ironic because, you know, the. of course, the baby Birdo, Cheapy. it actually mm-hmm. looks more like canon Birdo than this version did. So it's and, like... Then why didn't you just use that version for the adult instead of making like, this weird, you know, off-putting kind of design? Yeah, I actually,
1: a, a little, a little note on that. Mm-hmm. Imagine if that herself was like the OG Birdo, but like super young, super cute, and would later like, like,
0: I, you know where I'm going Basically, with this, yeah, right? did, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Basically, trying to, you know kill mario and friends later on when they go back to subcon so yeah i I definitely definitely can see that but yeah like i say uh chibi is absolutely adorable and has a really really cute design and like i say i don't know why they didn't just use that design but make it larger for you know birdo's appearance in this instead of giving that weird you know look for her
1: honestly honestly the main design for birdo is uh pretty adorable and i don't really mind a spittle all that much
0: yeah i can kind of <laughs> see that i can kind of see she she does have her charms you know especially with the voice too Yeah, and I mean, like i say uh birdo like i say for me the lisp also sounds weird although i didn't get that before and I actually uh, pretty good you pointed that out uh that it's because of the shape of her mouth she would actually sound like that and if that yeah. was intentional that is very, very clever on them for actually do that. That is like a level of thinking that is, is pretty big for, you know, Deke Entertainment, especially, you know, considering the fact that in later of their works, they pretty much, you know, did not care. Like famously with the Super Mario World cartoon, they famously, you know, basically did not care. They left in basically production stills from like the animation studio that did it in there, you know, but here it seems like they put a lot more effort into it.
1: Exactly. So Roberto
0: is voiced by the same voice actress who plays Princess Toadstool. And ironically enough, the same exact thing would happen years later with Super Mario Advance. Mm. Where she was voiced by Jen Taylor, who also voiced the princess in that game and who was voicing Peach in general around that time. She voiced yeah. in like Smash Bros. Melee and basically Mario Kart and basically all of the spin offs. She was Peach's main voice actress at the time. You yeah, really did
1: Nintendo a solid.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely, because her voice in Super Mario Advance is so fantastic. And let's just say, compared to this voice, it's a lot more pleasant. It definitely has, you know, a very nice sound to it, which is kind of weird because, and this is going off on a little tangent about Birdo in general, not just Birdo from the show, but just Birdo in general, just go off on a little bit of a tangent. It's really weird now because, you know, we've seen her talk in this and, you know, she does talk in the Paper Mario games where she has a romantic personality and basically tries to help out Mario. But for the most part in spinoffs, she just does, like, weird honking noises. And it just sounds weird. You know, to to me, it just, it, it really doesn't work. It's like, I guess, because they wanted her to be a bit more like Yoshi. But yet the thing that's weird is associating her with Yoshi, they came from, like, two completely different, like, even like timelines and stuff like that you know
1: it came from two different games two different timelines two, two different, different dimensions folks. when you get
0: down to it subcon yeah. yeah yeah really it's, it's weird that they're basically doing that but yeah like i said uh birdo also appeared in superstar saga and I said say she does talk in the paper mario games the more recent ones in text where she has like a romantic personality and it definitely definitely suits her
1: I love that. okay but, also yeah. i also find it very very weird that the later games uh and whatnot decided to make her a bit more like a drag queen if that makes sense because hear me yeah, out on this yeah In captain rainbow there's a quest where you have to get something for uh birdo or like oh, a birdo
3: looking quest. character i know this quest exactly
0: yeah, yeah and, me too me too i've ever heard of it but yeah that was also part of the whole uh not controversy, but an interesting thing with Birdo, and I think Nintendo now, Work. to this day, kind of tiptoes around it. They haven't explicitly stated if Birdo is, you know, completely female or, Male. you know, whatnot, but, yeah, no, no, she definitely is a I, uh, very okay, good character. I, think, I think
1: people just largely today just consider her
0: and there's nothing wrong with that, you know? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I mean, mean she's a representation of nothing else. I mean, she's an iconic, classic character. Yeah.
3: yeah. and she
0: might as well be fans. Might as well. I, I, I would, yeah. I would too. You know, at this point, I pretty much would say, to be honest, that there's nothing wrong with it. And if Nintendo wants to embrace it or not, then they can do what they want. Basically. Yeah, that
1: is their choice.
0: I, I honestly
1: imagine uh, freaking. Uh, What's I imagine freaking Birdo uh singing the Tim Curry uh Rocky Horror Show
0: uh Rocky thing Hunter, that he would be that would be a fun fan animation if someone could get yeah. on that, that would Hunter be awesome! Yes, oh god, wow. that, that would be fun. That I would can be fun.
1: imagine in Birdo's of honk, Birdo's little, like buzz voice, <laughs>
0: voices,
1: yeah. Oh, uh, look but at getting he.
0: back to this though, is that. It's interesting how, like, they took some elements from the game and some from not, because, of course, the flurries are working for Bowser and stuff like that. Yeah. And for example, like, the, you know, properties of the Fireflower is different. And also, Birdo does not shoot eggs out of her mouth in this episode. She yep. defeats, basically, Koopa by throwing turnips at her with Toad. So it's basically, I don't know why they didn't do that. Maybe because they thought it would look weird in animation.
3: Yeah, Although,
0: was something that is interesting, Birdo showed up in other episodes of the Super Show looking much more like her canonic self, basically, and she was a more villainous character. Now, it's obviously not supposed to be the same Birdo from this episode, but it is interesting that, you know, they decided basically to reuse the design without reusing the character, basically. I think what it was oh. is because the Super Show really didn't was made in an era where cartoons didn't really have continuity or anything like that every episode was meant to be kind of its own standalone thing which i mean it does work but at the same time a mario show that was actually kind of over branching would have been a neat idea but again the problem was this wasn't the era for it unfortunately
2: okay so apparently a further
1: that is in a later episode does today
0: yeah no no i know that. that's yeah so, uh, like we I said, they did, did they part. did that in a later episode, but not in this one, which is pretty weird. Mm, uh, like yeah. I said, it is interesting you know, what they decided to pick and choose, you know, with stuff like that. And yeah, it's, it's it's also interesting because I guess they wanted to use Bowser because he was more iconic at the time. Even though the weird thing is, at this time, there was only one game with Bowser and one game with Wart. You know the uh, Frogman or Toadman, oh, yeah, rather, Ward. from uh, Super Mario Brothers Two, and that it's interesting that you know out of the two of them, they chose the older villain. You think they'd rather would have chosen Wart, basically, as a promotional tool for Super Mario Brothers Two, because let's face it, this was basically as much fun as it is and as enjoyable as it is. You got to kind of face facts and realize this was sort of a commercial in its own way, but it is yeah. a fun, fun shot. It is, you know, a lot of fun, and it definitely, definitely was a creative one. And I think it holds up mostly because of nostalgia, but out of all of the uh, three, basically, Mario cartoons, this far and away is the best one. It's probably the Mm -hmm. one that you can actually sit through, you know, unironically, and if you, you know, you turn your brain off, you're going to have a fun time. If you uh, ain't watching the
1: Super Mario Bros. Super Show, you're a Goomba. (laughs) Pretty much. Uh,
0: I love it. I love it. I wonder if he had a script for it. If they just pushed him in front of the camera and said, "Say whatever." Kind
2: of feels I, it like that, could... especially the live action segments. I mean, yeah, probably... That's what it probably was. And
0: apparently, like I say, the one thing that's interesting—if you watch, like I said, the live action segments—you can see like Captain Lou sometimes freeze up in that, and Danny Wells would save the scene. He'd be like, "Oh, Mario, you know, we gotta do the, you know, we gotta fix the sink." Basically, trying to get it on track, basically, because yep. and Danny Wells, uh, he was actually an actor. He was in quite a few uh, Canadian productions in that, mm. and you could definitely tell that he was the one who basically, you know, kept the thing going along. Not to say that Captain Lou isn't fantastic, because he was for the thing. He really, really, you yeah. know, and the he was thing too. Exactly, he really embodied Mario for a time period because Charles Martinet actually said he got the role of Mario because he wasn't trying to copy Captain Lou. He said all the other, like, people in the audition were basically trying to do exactly what Captain Lou did here.
1: Mmm, that is very interesting. Man, that really puts things into perspective, you know?
0: Yeah, like I said, the live action segment in this episode ends on a pretty weird note. Because apparently Nicole's party theme is that everyone has to go dirty. So they make her more dirty. And be honest, was... as much f- it's, it's weird, but as much fun as the live action part is, you know, it is legitimately funny. I feel like the laugh track kind of distracts from it. It's just like probably around the tail tail end of like Hanna-Barbera using laugh tracks for their cartoons. Which always, always was off-putting, believe it or not. Because it's like, it's a cartoon. There is no audience. Who's laughing? But, like, here, even though it's a live-action segment, it still has that strange feeling. Like I mean, you know, a laugh
1: track for a cartoon can't be a bad thing so long as it's done
0: well peaceful, enough. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But here, I feel like the laugh track really just kind of takes you out of it. I feel like if there's a way you could edit it to remove the laugh track, it would flow a little bit better. But, yeah, like I say, the live-action segment's Oh, they got weird. They got really, really weird. One of them was Mario and Luigi have to fight an evil computer that wants them to eat the pizzas it makes. Mario and Luigi are confronted by the ghost of George Washington. Mario and Luigi have to fix a steamer for an army sergeant. Basically, Mario and Luigi basically have Mikhail Gorbachev coming to their plumbing thing and have to make him a pizza. I mean, they just got so weird with it and he, i know mario and luigi not, meet
1: the heavy and demo man <laughs>
0: yeah he was a voice actor that was a fun thing too said. yeah Galey he was, was, in two, live was set, a live so. action actor yeah sorry n- not a voice actor the voice actor furio you know, heavy and demo man he was actually in a few episodes of the super mario brothers super show in the live actions portions also because this is made by deke there is also a segment where Mario and Luigi meet Inspector Gadget, which is actually the first live-action portrayal of Inspector Gadget beating uh, Matthew Broderick's by about 11 years or so. Oh, dang. That's interesting.
1: Go, yep. Gadget
2: cameo. Sorry? Go, go, Gadget cameo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
0: apparently, like I say, a lot of celebrities wanted to be on the show. That's why they actually got a lot of special guests as basically the show went on. And the crazy thing is the show was a success. It was not a ratings flop. It, you know, basically, you know, it actually got pretty decent reviews according to like publication of the time. According to an interview with Danny Wells, Nintendo was against the Super Show from the start. And even though, again, it was like almost like a number one show in the TV ratings that Nintendo refused to let them do a second season. So they basically had to retool it to the Adventures of Super Mario Brothers 3 and get rid of the live action segments. Which uh, I feel is a shame because it's funny with these uh, video game based cartoons, which we'll get to in a minute. But uh, with these video game cartoons, a lot of the companies behind them didn't like them. Nintendo didn't like the Mario and Zelda cartoons. Sega did not like the uh, Western Sonic cartoons. Ironically enough, Namco really liked the Pac Man cartoon from Hanna-Barbera. You know? Enough that they actually I, I, made PacLand as an adaptation of the basically Pac-Man cartoon that was on TV at the time. <laughs> so mm, that's ironic. You know, that I'm
1: not liking the Zelda cartoon. Sorry, what? Especially, with, especially with how they portrayed Link.
3: Yeah.
2: Excuse yeah, like,
0: me, princess.
1: Yeah, he's oh, really just a guy who wants to get a kiss from Zelda.
0: Exactly, exactly. Oh, gosh. It, it definitely was made... Well, again, I don't even think Zelda 2 existed. There was only the one Legend of Zelda game and no more, right? So, again, they had so little to go off on with Link's you know, personality because in the original game, unless you read the manual which a lot of people didn't do, even though uh, I really I miss I'd, I'd I missed the manuals. I had honestly forgotten them.
1: those sorts of manuals existed.
0: they were fun. They were Link, fun. Hey, come to you know, town! Hey, to I
1: imagine I imagine Aaron singing that particular song oh, like, God. and having it be the most freaking uh, dramatic thing ever. Like It escalates and like, Hey, come to town! Hey, the same! Oh yeah, no. yeah. No, I
0: mean yeah. Song, you know, it boy. is funny. Like I say, how? Um, yeah, but yeah, like I say, I really hope that with the new movie. Again, we're recording this before it officially is released, so we don't know that. I really hope do the Mario appears in the movie because it is a legitimately fun song. You can it's definitely that.
2: that they're gonna have that as a an end credits uh, dance song thing. I can guarantee I that. Hope-
0: I hope they do the exact same dances in, in like the original clip is complete with and there's actually a blooper in it and it actually is in every single episode right at the end of the credits right after Captain Lou sings the song he actually stumbles for a bit and nearly trips over and they kept that in it's in every episode at the end of the end credits right before the Deke logo <laughs> awesome <laughs> he actually visibly visibly stumbles Uh, you know um, what you are yeah and the funny (laughs) thing with the other mario cartoons again we'll talk about them and probably later down the line another episode but it's funny how again for super mario world they basically got rid of toad and they replaced him with Oogtar, who was actually voiced by toad and i can imagine the little guy was really really upset I hmm. was with you. I was with you since 1985, <laughs> and now you replace me with this Bam Bam rubble reject. God,
1: now I imagine freaking. Uh, I, I imagine Gilbert Godfrey saying all that. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> sure I I kind of want Too bad. He, I think they might replace him with. Him.
0: That, I think so they I could
1: go. have easily just replaced him with
2: Yoshi I think
0: that's what they- Yeah, Yoshi kind of replaced Toad as well, and. We will get to that when we do the Mario Kart, the Super Mario World cartoon, which will be down the line. But uh-huh. it's really weird how they did Yoshi in the show. It really, really is weird. Mm. But yeah, um, now is the uh, question of the episode, which is, what is your favorite video game cartoon? Oh, Man, that and is uh, a... that is a tough it's one. I know, and from yeah. me, it's easy for me. I'm probably so easy ahead. for me. Sonic
3: yeah, the Hedgehog's that I am. Mm, yeah,
0: that is true. yeah. I figured, I figured that would be a good response because it actually took Sonic and made it serious. It actually yeah. took something that, you know... And again, you had the other show, The but, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, which, let's be real, is probably best remembered because uh, Robotnik's performance in that show, he is fantastic in that one. But this, too, has Jim Cummings play him. And he mm. does a phenomenal job, basically as basically Robotnik and Satam. And yeah. again, ironically, Sega did not like it at all. But what? it's a shame because they did do a very good job with it.
2: My yeah, name, I mean, I, mean, I probably... feel like I feel like Satam led out.
0: Well, you we know, all know how that is. Exactly, exactly. My answer is is a really really tough one, especially because the weird thing is. Nowadays, they're not really doing that many video game cartoons. There are a few, like the new Mega Man cartoon, which I have never Mm. seen. I have. It's pretty good. It's unique and uh, it has charm where it counts. Yeah. I'm not sure what my favorite would be. It would have to be Satam, but on like a probably so bad it's good level. I do kind of have a soft spot for the Ruby Spears Mega Man show. Oh, my show. Goodness, yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing Super I fighting like robot. About it, Man uh, yeah. Mega Man. Yeah, I know. But it actually has some legitimately good moments. <sighs> you actually feel like, you know, they actually seem to care a little bit about the franchise. The robot masters are well done. One thing, and I'm going to say this, and this is probably, you know, a hot take or whatever. I actually like what Ruby Spears did with Roll more than what Capcom is doing with the character. Mm. I feel like Capcom really is kind of letting her down, and I really kind of like how the Western show actually gave Roll stuff to do. She actually made him her more of an equal to Mega Man, and I feel like that would have been a really cool touch for the more recent games to try to touch on. But no, I think it's a very fun show. It's not a good show, not by any stretch of the imagination, but... If you wanna, you know, sit back and relax and not really, you know, pay attention to something and have a couple of good laughs at like the animation errors and the weird, weird plot lines. I mean, this is the show with the lion men aliens who turn people into lion men with their alien eye beams. I mean, if you want weird, this show is <laughs> weird. I'm gonna have, like a freaking TF Furry's wet
1: dream. Yeah, <laughs> that is, is a real
0: episode. It is a real episode. Only of this
2: show. some people. You you, know it. It if
0: you haven't seen it? Watch it. Yeah, look up Leg- Mega Man, Lion Man. It is. Oh, man. So I think that like did the coachen also movie.
2: give yeah. Portman Mega Man's favorite web system for like no reason? Mm.
0: Yeah, that too. That too, but yeah, I that's, think that's, I, I
2: remember seeing a gif of Portman Cobb Got me
0: home. I also,
1: I also remember they did a Mega Man X tie-in.
0: Yeah, yeah, because the game, and if they got a second season, they would have done more episodes with Mega Man X, basically flashing basically from this Mega Man's adventures to Mega Man's X adventures, which mm. definitely would have been interesting. I would say that, but Honestly, sadly, again, that Mega Man sadly again, that show was not a hit, even though I haven't heard Capcom say anything positive or negative about it, it did not do good in the ratings.
1: Mm. Yeah, I I also nothing'll ever really beat Mega Man Maverick Hunter X for me though. That is peak Mega Man. Not going I watched
3: that, uh, based on Mega Man when I was a kid. I forgot what it was though.
1: Mega Man Upon was, a Star?
3: Um Was it
1: was it the Battle Network one? I
3: think it was the Battle Network one actually.
1: Oh, I remember the Battle Network one. I
0: I, I got I through too. the wow. original- I think I remember that too. Wasn't the uh What was the other kid character? I don't remember that. Uh Lan Hikari. Uh Yeah.
1: Man, it's been a while since I've I seen that. Yeah,
0: it has been a very very long time. Yeah, yeah I got um, off to
1: access but ultimately lost interest after a while. Mm, I it was yeah, it's a good show, but happen. I ultimately kind of mm, Kind of lost the Mega Man .exe sort of thing after a while. It's a yeah, great it's... show. I recommend it, but uh, I I don't know. That's just me. As for my show, I was initially going. I might have suggested Yu Gi Oh, but interesting thing about that, it's not a. It was not originally a game or a it card game a for that matter. It was a legit
0: anime it, before it the manga as
1: well
3: before that
0: exactly So yeah that's interesting so they kind of did the reverse in that case wow yep kinda yep chicken coming forward for the case you of know, the anime based on the manga or you know the the game based the anime based on the game it was the game yep. based on the chicken. anime that's yeah, you
1: conceiving the chicken yep. pretty much
0: pretty much yeah it, it was pretty good <laughs>
1: Anyways, uh, my pick is probably going to be, unsurprisingly, Pokemon. It it's right. pretty much everything a ga- game game yeah. uh, media should be, and then some. Honestly, uh, if it's your thing, go for it. If not, it's uh, it still got charm where it counts. It adds personality. It kind of does the lore from the games a little bit of a dirty, but in a good way. So I would recommend checking it out. And what about you, Evie?
0: Uh, I just—I'm going to change my answer to Pokemon as well. Mm, Yeah, yeah, the Pokemon, Pokemon, legitimately, the first few seasons, I will say, probably up until Sinnoh, to be honest, are legitimately good. Up until Unova, for me,
1: are uh, enjoyable.
0: Say, yeah say, uh, my first is a great movie and it, it is fantastic i am definitely going to change my answer if that's okay too yeah my first season cool. of sino
1: my third season though, sino and everything got Unova. yeah i've heard i've heard good i've seen sino so i can vouch for it but i can't really say good things about univa because that did ask the biggest dirty like no, no, of, like, no one can univa <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's why I ultimately avoided it's, it's, the game for years. They, it's because they try to do Canto uh, Not really. It's less Canto 2.0 and more... Uh, it, it's more just like America. I mean, it's literally based off of New York, so there's that. Uh uh, so they pretty much it's pretty much more like uh they were getting out all the lead at that point they were like oh it sucks he needs to grow up he needs to you know it just did not sit well with me mm-hmm. Iris was the biggest offender of that and silent and honestly we give flack about Brock and Casey I feel silent was not warranted or re- deserved for that role I mean, you meet Tracy I
3: was about to say that.
1: No. Okay. no, no, no. I, I, I forg I wholeheartedly don't think Casey was a bad addition. Silen, on the other hand
0: Tracy. he's
1: con he's a condescending fucking prick. Like seriously. I can, I
0: can see it, I can see it.
1: Yeah, he, he does his quote unquote evaluation times, but some but like the first time we see him do that, it's basically just roasting other trainers for having poor tactics because he wants them to quote unquote get better, but in the most condescending way possible. He changes his act later on, but at that point, that first impression just leaves a sour taste in my fucking mouth. And there and and we get Clement. Forgive, and, but and, and Island, and then, yeah, no. And there we get Clement, who's Miles better. Oh, yeah, Clement was a godsend. He and Bonnie were the best.
0: Definitely, definitely. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, uh what would you have to say, uh Stryker? Uh,
1: he already said uh I, oh, sorry.
3: Grew up with uh grew up I, I actually rented it from Netflix at one point back then when they were doing um VD rentals and it just it blew me away. Oh.
0: Yep, so uh, lucky Evie, what would you have to say?
3: did say Pokemon.
0: All right. Nope. So that's pretty good. All right. Now it is time for the patent pending dragon uh, no. scale. Wait,
1: wait, wait, we skipped oh, over sorry. Matt.
0: Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Whoops. <laughs> sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry, sorry about that. What about you, sorry. Beth?
1: What's your favorite? Yeah, go ahead. All
2: right. Uh, for as much as I like old school shows like Pokemon and for as much as, Uh, a bunch of the newer shows have actually been really good, like Arcane and Castlevania. Mm. Uh, I actually have to say the Cuphead show is my favorite.
0: I am a really big
2: fan of old school animation, and that show has it it down to a T. (laughs) Exactly.
0: I completely forgot about the Cuphead show. Wow, wow. That is, I I do not know how I completely forgot about it, but yeah. No, they definitely have like the Fleischer style. That they yep. are basically the perfect... perfect I also theme forgot theme about theme Castlevania. That too, yeah. that too? Also Dante's Inferno. Oh
3: yeah, Dante's Inferno.
0: Right, right. They had that CGI movie, didn't they? I remember that now. No, no, no. They had an actual
1: animated show on Amazon Prime.
0: Also oh, nice. Show. I don't know. I thought you were talking about like the animated movie. That's the only thing I've seen of it. But no, that is cool. But yeah, no, Cuphead. Wow, wow. How did I forget about that? Jeez, Wow. If Man. they if ever they redo the Popeye, and I mean properly redo Popeye, not whatever the hell that YouTube short series was that was just bizarre. They that gotta
1: was get doing that, and I'm honestly all for that. It's unique. No, no no, and- no,
0: no, 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 not the movie. They had a series of Popeye shorts on YouTube. They all speak like a weird gibberish. Popeye, instead of smoking a pipe, has a whistle in his mouth. They don't beat each other up. It is weird. Oh, it is no, really they, weird. They made
3: it too kid friendly. They made it too safe.
0: Yeah, yeah. But if like the if they ever go back to like the OG Popeye, they got to get these guys to do it. If they ever bring back Betty Boop, they got to get these guys to do it. These guys yeah. are like these guys are probably like reincarnations of the Fleischers. They are so good. It is so amazing how oh, well they basically uh, copy that style. What's up? Sorry,
1: I saw the picture of what you were talking
0: about. Yeah, yeah, uh, pretty bad, huh?
2: <clears throat> yeah, but unfortunately, you're uh, you're uh, not remembering the Cuphead show. Seems to be relatively common. I don't know why. It was well received and well watched when it aired each season, but then it just left everybody's cultural zeitgeist for some reason.
0: So that's the problem with streaming. See that that that's such a yeah. shame when good great shows like that can just be yeah. forgotten, like in the blink of an eye. Yeah, it, it really you can't is begin kind of to shame.
1: imagine the number of games that were that looked promising and had such unique premises, getting just swept under the rug like they are, were nothing.
0: exactly. <laughs> or TV shows, or movies, or a lot of things.
1: Yeah, so,
0: yeah. No, that is a very, very good thing. And wow, yeah. I cannot believe, like I said, that I forgot about that. But that, that is a fantastic, fantastic pick. Okay. And now it is time for the patent-pending Dragonist scale. And today we are going to discuss about Birdo. Now, in if we're going on Birdo in general, it would be a pretty high score. It would be probably like a 7 or 8 out of 10. Just because how basically she is with Mario, how integral... She was in the beginning, how well like her voices in Mario Advance and again, her appearances in Superstar Saga and, you know, the spinoffs and Paper Mario are all really good. If we're just basing it on this one appearance in this one episode of this 1988 cartoon, I'm going to be honest with you. She is probably going to get a five out of ten. The voice is cute. I do like how they kept some of Birdo's design. From basically the game how they actually got a little more obscure with it which was a nice touch and they also and again, like uh, again
1: did a unique design and like her mouth shape is honestly fitting like you said
0: but i don't know it's just it, it really really and it wasn't for like the weird basically like spittle around the mouth that is like the kill thing for me that is like the thing for me that really just completely kills the character design from this show and again this is a I am just now this is a ranking of Birdo from this episode. If we were ranking Burdo in general, that score would be bumped up to maybe like an 8 out oh, of yeah. 10. Mm, okay.
1: I would honestly uh do just st- 6 or 7 out of 10 across the board for Birdo. like Mario, the Mario uh Bros Super Show included. Cuz like the sp- like I get why the Spittle does it for you, doesn't do it for you. Sorry. <laughs> it Uh, doesn't really bother me that much actually it's just i mean it works for the most part because of her mouth shape and overall uh just what she is and birdo in general is fascinating not my top favorite character why i'm not uh ranking her any higher but in terms of the super show and just overall the uh lore and uh stuff surrounding her just makes it really makes her a really fascinating case study to say the least and the super show really does uh well with her character here she's not she's not negligent she really cares about her children here she wants them to live and uh she really uh she really treats toad (laughs) like she really treats toad nicely despite you know, being blind as a bat
0: <laughs> exactly exactly that, that is something that I will admit was a cute concept, and you yeah, know, for the it, most part. that did kind of work well.
3: Uh, I actually got that because she kind of has has bat wings
0: <clears throat> huh that that is wow, well, wow, again, another thing that I cannot believe I escaped me with this episode, but yeah, wow, yeah, that is another nice touch, if again, that was intentional so uh striker what would you have to say i'm gonna go
3: with six out of ten for the um uh, character from the show but if it were the games then yeah it's definitely gonna be like an eight like become in recent years my favorite mario character for sure
0: Mm. wow nice nice yeah i mean
1: nothing will ever beat yoshi plus your dory for me but yeah that birdo's definitely uh definitely a unique character that's why i'm gonna be giving her a seven out of ten not just for the overall implications but for the fact that the super show definitely uh did a lot of favors in that regard like the version there is really good too like she's really she's really caring she really helps it's it's fun what about you evie perfect
3: 10 in general
0: Wow. Wow, okay. Holy this hell. One's... That's a first. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That is surprising. Any uh, particular reason? Like,
3: I don't know. But in general, just like my favorite
1: character. Like my favorite minor character.
0: Wow, wow, okay. No, hey, more power to you. 10 out of 10 is a great score. And uh, Math Machine, what would you have to give
2: her? Yeah, so I'm just going to preface this by saying that Birdo is one of my favorite characters in the entire Mario canon. Mm. Uh, I've always found her very cute. Uh, I just like her personality whenever they give her any in the oh, yeah. games or other things. Uh, yeah, I-, I love the exactly relationship good. that she and Yoshi have these days. That They are my favorite Mario canon couple. And I it is cute. Really I, I, I,
0: I do like it. You know, I have a soft spot for that. So, so say,
2: having said all of that and Birdo is a character that I would easily give like a nine or a 10 to I hated Bird. this version of Birdo. She just did not look good. She, she just annoyed me. There was just something that did not work at all about this. I, I appreciated the the motherly aspect and I did find the voice nice, but that is the only saving grace that this Birdo had. I just did not like her in any aspect beyond that Th- this version of her is a three wow mm, that's it's actually our lowest rough. score yet
0: for any of them that's surprising so
2: uh, i think it's because yeah. I, I like classic birdo so much that i just could not stand this one
0: yeah i'm on no I'm no, no
3: i understand
2: with you on that
0: all right so uh if you have any questions or if you want to compare toad impressions you can, fee- you can feel free to email us at fierydiscourse at outlook dot com, or you can follow us on Twitter on twitter dot com slash fiery discourse. Next time we'll continue with the Mario fun. We will be talking about the nineteen ninety three live action Super Mario Brothers movie. Not Until the then, one you're
1: thinking of, though. To be continued.
0: Yep until then take care <laughs> and until next time do the mario swing your arms from side to side and there we go let's do the mario <laughs> right, thank you guys so much for listening Please, and our nose until next time take care
2: thank you so much for to play